0: we should rejoice and be glad in it. And the Bible said the days that come that the Lord God himself will fulfill his gracious promises over our life. The Lord will fulfill his promises over our life today in the name of Jesus. I want us to lift up our voice and thank God. For all His gracious promises over our life Because He has said it that He will fulfill those promises Today in our life Let us lift up our voice and pray in the name of Jesus Father Lord we thank You We bless Your holy name oh God Because Your word are make it clear to us today oh God The days are coming oh God That You will fulfill Your gracious promises Over our life oh God Lord today oh God is the day oh God Father we pray oh God in the name of Jesus Lord fulfill Your gracious promises Over our lives in the name of Jesus over every family, oh God, in Christ's way, tabernacle, oh God, Lord, we pray, oh God, in the name of Jesus, fulfill your gracious promises, oh God, you promise, oh God, to heal us, oh God, you promise, oh God, to wipe out our tears, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. I don't know, oh God, that thing that makes one cry, oh God, Lord, today, oh God, you said, oh God, you will wipe away their tears, oh God, Lord, you said, you will send help, oh God, for them, oh God, in the name of Jesus, according to your word oh God we pray oh God in the name of Jesus you said you will bring hearts oh God to our body oh God these are your gracious promises oh God in the name of Jesus you will make way oh God where there seems to be no way for us oh God in the name of Jesus you said you will go ahead of us oh God and level mountains before us oh God these are your gracious promises oh God concerning our lives Father Lord we pray oh God these are the days oh God that you will fulfill those gracious promises oh God in the name of Jesus Father Lord we thank you Lord because we know you alone can do what no man can do for us in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, we thank you for your word upon us, O God. Bible said you will send forth your word and you will heal, O God, and deliver us from every destruction. Father Lord, we bless your holy name, O God. We give you praise and honor. We thank you, Lord, for fulfilling all your gracious promises over our lives. Thank you, Father God. Blessed be your holy name, O God. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Let's turn our Bible to Exodus 34, verse 10. It says, Then the Lord said, I'm making a covenant with you. Before all your people, I will do wonders never before done in any nation in all the world. The people you live among will see how awesome is the work that I, the Lord, will do for you. So I just want us to pray. All the covenants, all the promises that we've read in the Bible, God says that He will do wonders in our lives never before done in any nation in all the world that means that we will be a testimony amen that means that people will go to various places across the world and say see what god did for that person so i just want us to pray and declare every covenant that god has has destined concerning your your life it may be prophecies people have given to you or things you've read in the bible i just want us to declare that that will come to pass in our lives amen let's let let's begin to pray oh lord jesus we thank you oh god for your word you said oh god i'm making a covenant with you oh god god lord jesus this is something oh god that you are not go- going to break oh god you said i'm making a covenant with you before all your people I'll do wonders lord jesus lord jesus single us out in this time oh god in the name of jesus single us out oh god you said oh god before all your people that means that people that saw us before will see us differently in this season oh god lord jesus elevate us oh god among our peers oh god lord jesus let it be the case oh god that we're singled out for good oh god let us be monumental oh God, among our peers oh God in the name of Jesus, let us be the reason why people people's faith in you oh God is increased oh God, because they can see the work that, that you have done for us oh God, you said you will would, you would do wonders oh God, we declare that this is a season of wonders in the na- name of Jesus, Lord Jesus in all our points of need oh God, Lord Jesus we, 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 we claim the wonders you have destined concerning us oh God, we claim the wonders you have destined concerning us oh God, Lord Jesus in this season oh God, in this season Oh God. Lord Jesus. Let your wonder, Let it be every day. Oh God. Let the blessings be every morning. Oh God. Lord Jesus. Let your wonders envelope us. Oh God. Let your wonders. Oh God. Be around us. Abide with us. Let it be the case. Oh God. That every day we will have a miracle. Oh God. To, to tell people about. Oh God. In the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus. You said. Oh God. That you do unusual things. Oh God. Things never before done. Lord Jesus. Make us. Oh, oh God. Make us. You Unique, oh God! In this time, oh God, let people look, let people see us, oh God, and see that this is something that hasn't been done before, oh God. Lord Jesus, do something to us that people said was impossible, oh God. Lord Jesus, show up, oh God. Show, oh God, that through Your mighty hand there is nothing that You cannot do, oh God. There is nothing that You cannot do, oh God. There is nothing that that You cannot do, oh God. Lord Jesus, people will see how awesome is the work You will do in our lives, oh God. We declare and. And we decree oh God this will be a season of wonders this will be a season of awesomeness oh God and we declare this in the name of Jesus we pray in Jesus name we pray amen
2: hallelujah we thank God for the wonders we thank God for the wonders amen I will take a scripture from 2nd Chronicles chapter 22 and I will read from verse 12 it says may the Lord give you discretion and understanding when he puts you in command over Israel so that you may keep the law of the lord your god then you will have success if you are careful to observe the decree and laws that the lord gave to moses for israel be strong and be courageous do not be afraid or be discouraged and if you move to 19 it says that now devote your heart and soul to seeking the lord your god begin to build the sanctuary of the lord your god so that you may bring the ark of the covenants of the lord and the sacred articles belonging to god into the temple that will be built for the name of the lord hallelujah i want us to pray for every single branch of christ with tabernacle i want us to pray for every family of christ with tabernacle every individual is the individuals that become a family is the family that becomes the church amen and is the church that is the church of god that god will grant us discretion and understanding even as the man of god will minister today that you will get deeper insight and understanding wisdom from heaven because the bible says if you do not have this discretion and understanding you will not be able to keep the law If you look at the twelve you can't keep the law of God if you don't have discretion and understanding so we're going to pray that Lord give us discretion and understanding as the Word of God will come and we also say that father give me a devoted heart. we all love God that's why we are here but give me a devoted heart and soul so that I can seek you the way I need to seek you so that I can build the temple the church because we are moving to the year of promise so that god will manifest his power through us let's begin to pray father we give you all the praise we thank you We bless your name, O God, Father, for you have brought us here this morning because you love us. Because, Father, we have answered to your call. We give you all the adoration, O God. We pray thee, O Lord, this morning that as your word will come, Lord, you will grant us discretion and understanding. That, Father, you will give us insight and wisdom from your word in the name of Jesus Christ so that we will be able to keep the law of our God Almighty in the name of Jesus, so that Father, we will be successful in all we do, O Lord. We pray for every single person, every family, every branch of God that represents in Christ Tabernacle. That you will give us such a heart of devotion, O God, a devoted heart, Lord. And so, so that we can seek you, O Lord, for it is time to build the temple. It is time to build your church. We are being prepared, Lord, for the year of promise. We ask in the name of Jesus that that you give us a devoted heart and soul, as the Lord give us a devoted heart and soul, so that we can seek you well, in the name of Jesus, so that we can call upon your name in truth, so that the grace of God upon our lives will manifest as you prepare us, O God Father, for the year of your promise, O God, as you prepare us, Lord, for this end time revival in the name of Jesus Lord, empower us lord empower us lord empower us now as the lord reveal yourself to me through your word as your your minister will speak today as the lord reveal yourself to me reveal yourself to me through your word let me receive discretion wisdom understanding so that i can seek you well in the name of jesus christ lord we give you praise we exalt you father
3: in jesus name In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. We're going to open this meeting with an uplifted right hand as we read from the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him. Who seek your face, O God of Jacob? Salah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, And be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. And be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory amen psalm 145 i will exalt you my god the king i will praise your name forever and ever every day i will praise you and extol your name forever and ever great is the lord and most worthy of praise his greatness no one can fathom one generation will commend your works to another Slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises, and loving toward all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall, and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving toward all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Our opening him.
4: you and welcome them in the name of the Lord. Amen. What a lovely day. You can take your seat, peace, choir. What a glorious day. A lovely day. Hallelujah. Amen. I can hear your amen. amen. Let it sound like thunder. <laughs> No, that is your own amen. Amen. Say something to the Lord Most High. Hallelujah. You know, we are living in one of the most exciting moments on planet Earth. I'm sure that the whole world is in suspense from the 7th of October. And I believe that believers, those who are God's children must be understanding. We must be people who know times and season. Can you ushers fill this area please as people come in also? Because there is a gap between the choir and the church. Just let people sit all over there. You know... We are living in a very momentous time on earth. I'm sure that um, every one of you have heard about the, the war in Israel. Is that someone who hasn't heard about the war in Israel? If you didn't hear about it, raise your hand. Okay, everybody have heard. Some of you, yesterday I was on television pro, uh, interview for four hours. How many of you connected? Good. So you had quite a, a number of things. Now The whole world now is, is talking about one event And it's the event that happened on the 7th of October When the Hamas Invaded Israel is there, is there Any reference about that in the Bible That's what I want to deal with this morning Should Christians have a concern about it I want to answer the question this morning. Because nothing happens on earth without God's knowledge. So, what has that word need to do with you and I? And I need to guide you so that you will not be. Can you take, just take that off the screen? Because my screen is too white. So that you will not be a victim. Of deception in the last days. Because right now, a lot of unschool people are flooding the social media with all manners of so-called prophecy. But those of you who are members of this house, you recognize that when we entered this new year, the Lord told us by prophetic That from August to October, we should watch out. And I mentioned it three times within January and July or so. And the Lord said to us that England, there will be some decisions taken in England that is very strategic. And within August and October. And if you are very much uh, a news person like myself, every Christian should watch news. Especially the main news. And especially when the government of your country is speaking, it's better you listen. So that you can understand when prophecy is fulfilled. Because this house is a prophetic place. We are not a church that things catch unawares. Whatever it may be on earth, God speaks to us and reveals it. And when the time comes, we need to be very sensitive. So that we will not be carried uh, you know, away by... Those who just come and say, oh, this is what God is saying when God has not spoken. People who give prophecy after events. I would get them there. So, the Lord spoke to us about October and said that in October, a strategic event will happen global. And the Lord said, and I remind you again, that the, there will be global recession. Did you remember that? But the Lord said that in that midst of the recession, the elects of God will be delivered. That will be the time that God's elect will rise high and God's elects will, will, you know, begin to prosper and succeed. And God said two things that power will be restored to the church and wealth. Because of the end time revival. And if you look at testimonies you have been having in house by all members who are coming in telling us things that happen, You will agree with me that, you know, our financial in this house has shifted. Because people are now getting double salaries of what they are getting. When others are being sacked in offices, people are getting... The list of testimonies I've had about people, you know, in the area of jobs, they have had about 150% of what they used to earn, and others have gone over 200% of what they used to earn in this season. And the businesses are flourishing in this place. Because I'm in contact with everybody. Because the Lord told us that we should watch out for August to October. And then it said in October, a global event will happen and the economy of the world with nosedive. Can I tell you something? We have known from our academic analysis, the impact of um, Ukraine war, which the Lord pre-warned us, and the COVID, which the Lord told us the exact date, a month, that the exact month, a year that, that COVID will strike. And that has affected global economy. You were all witnesses who were here. When the Lord told you about interest rates fixing, that you must fix your interest rate before April 2022. Because interest will begin to go up and recession will set in. And the United Kingdom will not be free from the recession on 2025. But Europe will be on recession till 2027. But in the midst of this, there will be global recession. Now I'll tell you this. Then when God spoke, you had COVID, as the Lord said, the very moment God said COVID will enter England, when nobody knew what it was, it came in. You had the war of Ukraine, and economy began to go yo-yo. And now you are at at the edge of the global recession, because the war started in Israel this will bring the global recession when God speaks that's what happens I want you to understand prophetic that sometimes God speaks about things that will happen which will be orchestrated by men because prophecy is revealing mysteries God will speak about what devil plans to do And Christians can pray against those stuff. God also speaks about what he will do. And that we cannot pray against. And some of the things that God said men will do, is in line with the prophetic for the end time. And so Christians cannot pray against such. But whenever occurrences happen, in this house I told you, Christianity is not a matter of just going to church or reading uh, the history book of Bible. Christianity is having the Spirit of God indwelling in man and directing all your fears. If the Spirit of God does not direct your fears, you need to be born again. Going to church doesn't, doesn't give you passport to eternity with Christ. It is a heart that has recognized as a sinner, and repented of their sins, and decide to follow Jesus Christ, not the world. Those are the lives that will see rapture or be in paradise. And if God had been so naked with us in CFT, that he tells us things that will happen before they happen, And a good number of you have benefited financially from what God spoke concerning the interest rates. Because the Lord told me to tell you to fix your mortgages. And as many who did it, before the month, God said, that month, mortgages, interest rates will go up. You know, all of you who fix the mortgages, you are enjoying yourself now. Because mortgages is becoming unbearable in England. The Bible says, Believe in God we will be established. Believe in His prophets, you will prosper. Prophets are not supposed to be calamity. They are supposed to be prosperity upon the word of God which you have believed. So, now what about October, October 7? October 7 marked a beginning of a new era or era. You will agree with me humanly that what happened to Israel is. Unbelievable because Israel had the best border security in the world, even better than America. But what happened? Did their security fail? No, it was there. America also helps Israel a lot to ensure that Israel is secured. What about all this? Satellite Powerful Security of America. What happened on the 7th? Were they sleeping? How could an enemy come close to the boundary fence of Israel? It's not possible. Because it's so secure. They have capacity that monitors the individuals that are dissidents to them. Even in their room. And that was displayed this week when they traced the man who was the head of this plot and they took him out. Now, Israel could do that. But were they sleeping that night of 7th? The people came into the fence. Not only that, they broke the fence or fences. They entered into Israel and the tribal might into Israel. And Israel could do nothing. No one raised. Abraham. And the people who the first met were vulnerable. They slaughtered, they massacred, they cut the throats of babies and did the most detestable thing to a country that is supposed, supposedly the most secure in the world. Now let me say this to you. Nothing happens on earth without the knowledge of God. And that's the reason why God gives prophets to speak things that could happen at times. And also to help people to understand why. So now, has that to do with end time? That is the major question I want to answer today. You know, you have have had a lot of uh, news going on in the social media. People say no manners or stuff. But let us see from the scriptures whether we are in the end time or whether this war... Is the word that will bring the Armageddon, or the word that will bring the Gog and Magog, as you know some scholars have been talking about, or it's going to bring the third world war? (laughs) I want us to look at the book of Second Timothy. So I look at, I probably will tell the the uh, video team that. You can title this message as the end time. Now in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 to verse 5. Are we living in the last days? Are we living in the end time? Will the attack of Israel bring us to the end of days? Those are the three things. In the book of Second Timothy, uh, chapter three, verse one, it says, But mark this there will be terrible times, or King James call it perilous times in the last days. Then it says people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money boastful as I call those things check around you and check within you if you are a victim of any of these things today you have to make peace with God no yes video team this message is called time is running out time is running out Good. So, it says they'll be abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness but denying its power have nothing to do with them. And we look at what Paul was speaking here. He's saying that when you see these things happening, then you are in the last days. If anybody says that Cisrael's war doesn't have anything to do with me, wait for the end of next month. Check your pockets. You will discover few that it begins to do with you. Should this war go on more than a month, we are not safe in England. America is not safe. There is no country in the world. That does not have positioned in them fundamentalists. If the war continues, opinion will shift against Israel. Because the first massacre will not be likened to the Avengers. Okay. Should that happen? You know Britain is the first nation to say we are for you and we support. Which is fantastic and good. Anybody who is a child of God and hates Israel that person is not born again. Because you cannot love Jesus and hate his family. I will say to you and I I think I mentioned that before I traveled to Bristol that many of you don't understand this that what you have been seeing on the media about Israel and Palestine is so confusing to many of you. You know, before we went to Israel the first time, we thought that old Israel, you know, there is no Palestinians, there are no Arabs there. They are only constricted to uh, one place, Gaza and West Bank. But when we got to Israel, we were shocked. The village where Jesus was born
0: is full of Palestinian Arabs.
4: And they call themselves Palestinian Jews. And they are proud to say it. The village of Peter, where Jesus grew, is full of Palestinians. Really, the, the well where angel appeared to Mary, is all Palestinians in the place. And as we moved towards north, we saw both Jews and Palestinians living together. And I said, this is not the... Israel that BBC was showing me the Israel that BBC showed me was Jews killing Palestinians and Palestinians killing Jews so I don't expect to see that they coexisted but my eyes opened but today is not to talk about the geopolitics is to talk about what is the significance of this occurrence of 7th of October does it affect you does it tell you something And that is why I'm going to, you know, restrict myself today. So that you will not be confused. You remember that the Lord told us in June. He's going to visit the earth when? When did the Lord say he will visit the earth? Speak it out. Let me hear it loud from your mouth. Twenty words? Say it loud. Was there any battle then with Israel? Did anybody tell us anything about uh, 2024 coming about coming of Lord No. The Lord told us that I should prepare you for the visitation next year and I should spend six months July, August, September and then God began to give us visions and prophecies concerning occurrences, what will happen in August All the fire that happened the Lord spoke about it in June and God told us that this will begin from the month of August earthquakes and all stuff like that and those things happen and then he said to us that yes, so I will visit the earth, twenty twenty four. Okay, not rapture. And I told you, you see, when the power of God will move, it's not everybody who go to church will encounter it. No, 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 no. Not all who call me Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of my Father. But those who do what, the will of who? Come on now. <laughs> is the will of my Father in heaven. So this scripture tells us very clearly that the occurrences that will happen in the last days begins from selfishness. Lovers of themselves, people, will be lovers of themselves and lovers of money. And if you look at most war that you see, let me give you just indication one. Why is the whole world... No, why is Russia attacking Ukraine? Do you know why? Is it that Russia just likes to slaughter their soldiers? Because many of them have died in this cause. Now, if there is no value in Ukraine, what is Russia looking for? There is a mineral that is used for your chips, and Ukraine has the largest deposit in the world. We recognize when this war started that Ukraine is the is the breadhouse of Europe, isn't it? Not only Europe, we recognize that when Ukraine, when this war started and they stopped the grains from going out, Africa began to suffer. We recognize that, you know, commodities began to go up because this nation is such, such strategically placed that what they have the whole world wants it the whole world uses it and they want to protect it so what causes all the the war Chad you have war there Niger you have war there Mali you have war there Cameroon you have war there why this war because people are taken over by love of themselves and love of money. They are looking for something. They are fighting over something that they want to get there because of themselves and the money. The Bible says people will be boastful, proud and abusive. You've never seen a time on earth that this is so prominent. It says they will disobe- they will, people will be disobedient to parents You have have not seen any generation that is so disobedient than this generation to their parents. Am I talking to you? A child can be old, but I've not seen a child as old as his parents. Isn't it? And the parents say to the child that, the child wants to take a decision. The parents say, no, 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 don't go that way. This is the right way. And the child says, I'm old, I'm matured. are you telling me that? And then the child will go into that decision. And a few years down the road, he's regretting it. Consequence cannot be remedied. I said, if I had known. So this is happening, and very strongly. And he says, ungrateful, unholy. I want to understand the word unholy. The interview I had on television yesterday for four hours, I have told the person who recorded they are putting it on fake channel by the grace of God from November after full editing. And they were putting it in Nigerian channels where we are broadcasting now. And it will be available to every member of this house. You are living in the end time. You are living in the end time. Now... If you look at people are so ungrateful in this season, you have some people, they will tell you at the end of the day after they got what they want. Uh, by the way, what did you do? You didn't do anything to me. That's really shock you when these things happen. Lovers, not lovers of good, sorry, without love, unforgiving, slanderous. And without self-control. Even in the church. Lack of self-control, you understand. We treated this for say, for a while. Loss. adultery, Fornication. That's lack of self-control. And this is so paramount in the church. Some people believe that they can live in this. And they are still Christians. That's, that's the saddest thing. Oh, I can live like this. I can define my own holiness, you know. You can't tell me what to do. You know, that kind of attitude. Whatever goes into my mind, that's what is right. But I tell you something, there's a power behind it. There's a power behind it. And this is happening a lot in our time. And then it says, They with treacherous rash, considered lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. But you know, one thing the Bible says to end this very scripture is, have nothing to do with them. Have nothing to do with them. Why? Some Christians will say that, well, you know, I can still relate with those people. I mean, I will convert them. You are joking. (laughs) You are joking. Let me say this to you. Without fire gear... A fireman cannot have the gods to enter fire to deliver somebody in fire. What happens to him? He will rose before he gets to the one in the fire. You cannot deliver people who have come under this bondage. Association, intimacy with them will shipwreck you. If you look at this, therefore, is this just out of the mental of men... Or it just happened, by the way. I think Daniel gives us an insight in chapter 12 of Daniel. I read a few verses in Daniel and we'll see. Chapter 12 of Daniel from verse 1. And it says, At that time, Michael, the great prince who protects your people will arise. There will be a time of distress such as has not happened from the beginning of the nations until then. And this scripture talks about end time. And it says there will be distress in the end time, such that has not happened until then. And I believe very much that any one of you who have lived in the world for more than 30 years, you know, you will recognize the fact that there is no time... From the time you are living, like now, that the world is so distressed. Those of you who are born by African parents and you are in England, you know something? None of you can go back to the the countries of your parents. Mention one of them to me. If you are an African person, are you from Sudan? Can you go to Sudan now? Nigeria, can you go to Nigeria now? If you escape Boko Haram, Fulani men are ready for you. If you escape Fulani men kidnappers will take you from the airport if you are not lucky. Oh, yes. There's a guy who went from US to Nigeria to go and help his village. Built, you know, facilities there to help the people. The people of the village love him. He was kidnapped. They monitored him when he went, went back to the city, And the moment he arrived, on his way to his farm, he was kidnapped. And you see, he was not just kidnapped, he was slaughtered straight away. And that's the end of a big dream for the whole clan. So, you cannot go. But England, you think it's safe? Do you think the United Kingdom is safe? I don't think so. I don't think UK is safe. I think that we may face some battles sometimes. I think that those that the devil will use to cause disturbance in US and UK have become part of this system. I think that when the time will come for them to act, our, our security will be surprised that they have been disorganized. Because I think that some of them are part of security. They join our security. I think that they will not strike until they are well rooted. Because we have open border. Anybody can come and claim refugee. And we have been so compassionate to accept refugees to the place you are by. The enemies that will disturb and disrupt our nations have become like us. Come out of this church. Turn to the main road. Just a short distance away, Ribi was slaughtered by a Nigerian boy born in England. What had never happened in the history of England caught the head of an innocent man. Yes? So, imagine when you have about uh, 1,000 of them operating preaching in England at the same time. Same day, they strike. So if you are thinking that you have a comfort somewhere, you may be very joking. Because this is the end time. Distress will come. Distress is happening, but greater distress is coming. Greater distress is coming. And you know, you have been warned about this. It says, such that had not happened from the beginning of the nations until then. But all that time, at that time rather, your people, everyone whose name is found in the book, will be delivered. So, in the midst of this distress, there are some people who will excel, who will be delivered by God. And those people's names must be written in the land's book of life so therefore if any one of you is sitting on the fence when it comes to your your relationship with god i think the issue of israel first of all sound a note of warning that anything can happen anytime who knows maybe this will lead to the third world war who knows maybe this will lead to the Gog and Magog war Who knows? Maybe this will lead to a global war that will involve every nation fighting against one another. Maybe this will go out of hands very shortly, and we can handle it. But then, I tell you, only those whose name is written in the book of life that will escape it. So I will, say to you and those who are viewing this program across the globe, ask yourself a question. If something happened to you where you are now and you are dead, where are you going? Where are you going? You will not have an opportunity to come back to say, Oh, let me help my... Let me redo it. No, you're gone. And it can happen to anybody. It can happen anywhere at any time. This week, a teacher in France was attacked by a man. I sure that if he knew that the man was going to attack him, he would have tried to protect himself. But he was just looking at the man as a normal human being, but he had some long knife and before he knew, pierced his heart and he was dead instantly. It could be any one of us. Those messengers of Satan who kill, they don't carry kill, kill on their forehead. Really, they'll be smiling to you when you get to the range and then the strike. So, we are in the end time. But you know something with Daniel that I love so much is we go to the end of Daniel from verse 8 It says, I had but I did not understand So I asked, my Lord, what will the outcome of all this be? He replied, go your way Daniel Because the words are closed up and sealed Until the time of the end So this, Daniel was addressing the last days you know <laughs> he was arresting the last days but when he wanted to prove further he was told by the angel that no the rest of this is for the end time so there's a difference between the last days and the end time okay the end time that's what would bring you know the end to all this mess in the world and so the angel said to, to Daniel, this is care for the end time. But then about the end time he said in verse 10, many will purify, be purified and made spotless. That's talking about salvation. It's only the blood of Jesus that can make a man spotless. And he said further, they will be purified. Purification comes by the fire of the Holy Spirit. When Paul prayed and said, May the Spirit of God sanctify you through and through. We get purified by the Spirit fire. We get saved by the blood of the Lamb. A purification is a process a man goes through that the fruits of the Spirit of God will become evident in his life. You will, not force to, you will not force yourself to be holy, neither will you be regulated to be holy. You will function holiness as a character. Because the Spirit of God, which is the fire of God, is in your soul and it purifies your thinking, purifies your behavior. The things you used to do before, you couldn't just do them anymore. Your default state had been changed. Because of the indwelling of the Spirit of God. You cannot love the world anymore, the pattern of the world. You cannot go with the world any longer, no matter what it is. Because you have a Spirit that purifies your heart and mind. That will not permit you. I've taken you through every lecture on this. And it says, But the wicked will continue to be wicked. No wonder you've seen in social media, even over the past seven days, you know, unspeak- unspeakable atrocities. <laughs> it says none of the wicked will understand, but those who are wise will understand. I know it said that those who are wise are those whose names are written in the book from verse uh, verse four. Now let me probe into the end. And we'll look at the book of Matthew 24. Matthew 24. From verse 3. This is where we're going to take a break. And it will answer the question, what happened in October 7th? Will it bring an end to existence? Or will it be the war that will bring in all the participants that have been waiting to fight war? We know currently that the Isbullah on the northern region by Golan Heights have started to fight and attack Israel. We know that the Isbullah this week has said they have 100,000 soldiers ready for war and they are fully, you know, armed for the war. We know that Hezbollah is an offshoot from Iran. We know that Iran has denied involvement, which is more dangerous. Because when Iran denies involvement, it is more dangerous than when they admit. And we know that these nations have vowed to wipe off the Jews on the face of the earth. Hamas does not have agenda just to kill Jews in Israel. They said their their agenda is to wipe off Jews anywhere they are in the world, so that they do not exist anymore. And we understand it far from the scriptures. That this is the agenda of the devil in the last days. So now, Jesus now began to speak concerning the end time. It says, and Jesus was sitting, as Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, When will this happen? And what will be the signs of your coming and of the end of age? So now, this is talking about the end of the matter. Do you know what Jesus was said? Shall we read that verse together? Jesus answered, Watch out. Say it again. That no one deceives. Remember my lecture to you on deception? The greatest weapon of Lucifer of the last days is deception. There are three dimensions of deception, if I will remind you, or you will remind me. What's the first one? Don't self deception. Don't deceive yourself. Second, don't deceive others. And third, Come on now. Don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive others. Don't deceive God. Because deception is a tool of the devil. It was the tool of the devil in the garden of Eden. It was the same tool the devil used against Jesus. But he failed. Because Jesus did not dialogue with him. Eve fail, because Eve entertained dialogue with Lucifer. Who is talking to you now? Who is talking to your mind now? You need to really ask yourself that question. Whatever you gravitate towards, determines who is ruling your life. Your mind is your greatest asset, your heart. And your mind fills your heart. Who rules your mind? Whatever you gravitate towards, tells you who rules your mind. Satan is a deceiver. Jesus said, for you not to fall a victim of deception, what did he say? Watch out. Watch out. Come on now. You know, for the past few weeks, I've been teaching you about authority. Believers' authority, isn't it? I've been teaching you about Jesus' promises. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. We looked at Matthew chapter, 8 verse, uh, chapter 18, verse 18 and 19. Beautiful undertaking that Jesus made. He says that, I will give you the key to the kingdom. And he says, whatever you bind on earth is binding in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth is losing in heaven. He said to you that, ask anything you will in my name and you will get it. And some Christians are still struggling asking just little things and getting it. So if somebody says, I'm a child of God and you can't exercise the authority, something is sincerely wrong with you. Because he told, and I told you last Sunday, for you to operate the authority, what legitimizes you to operate the authority is because you are God's ambassadors. Second Corinthians five seventeen. As an ambassador, therefore, you operate the authority. Now, if you cannot operate the authority, then something is really wrong with you. Am I talking to you now? The church of God should be filled with people who function God. A minister who preached God and does not do God, I don't know who sent him. Because wizards who teach wizardry, they practice wizardry. A witch who teaches others to be witch, to get witchcraft, they practice witchcraft. How can you have a person who calls himself a man of God, a woman of God, that cannot do what Jesus did? When Jesus said in John fourteen twelve, If you have faith in me, you will do the things I've been doing. What is the evidence that you are a child of God when you cannot do those things? Then he said, you will even do greater things than, than me. And that's why he gave us his undertaking. Now, open your old sermon note. What is an undertaking? Is what? enforceable? If somebody remember... You see, that's what I told you. That's what I told you. What is undertaking? Enforceable promise. Yes, that cannot be revoked. That's the legal interpretation of undertaking. It's an enforceable promise. And when a man gives an undertaking at whatever capacity that you have, especially those of you who have fiduciary duty on other people, your undertaking is binding. You cannot withdraw from it. That's why the Bible says, let your yea be yea and your nay be nay. So, when Jesus said to you and I, if you have faith in me, you will do the things I've been doing, it's an undertaking. So, if I can have that faith, certainly Jesus will perform those things for me. Excuse me. So, and then when he says that, you can ask anything you will in my name. It means therefore, if I, if I can fulfill the condition of faith... I can just do anything, I can say anything, God will do it. Excuse me. And so, what God told you and I from that lecture is this. Check your life of faith. And I told you faith is not just saying it and getting it. No, 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 no. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, it says, Without faith no one shall please God. He said, For anyone who comes to God must believe that God is an... He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. So, people of faith are people who earnestly seek God. And Jesus said that, watch out that you are not deceived. He then said, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Christ, and deceive many. So you have many church leaders who deceive others isn't it you have many religious leaders who deceive others but they come in the name of the lord jesus christ these ones are in church while i was going through my interview yesterday i was trying to distinguish between you know heresy and um, the, the 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 truth as a believer in christ You are supposed to read Bible daily. Yes? Come on now. You are supposed to study the Bible daily. Is that correct? And you are supposed to pray without ceasing. Isn't that so? So if you don't do it, are you a Christian? Certainly you are not. Nobody becomes a lawyer by not studying his law books and qualifying, nobody becomes a doctor by not studying his medical books and qualifying. Nobody becomes an accountant unless he becomes a chartered accountant. Going to do full degree in accountant doesn't make you an accountant. You have to go to the institute and then study and become chartered. How dare you call yourself a Christian when you do not read your manual for living? So, if you don't read the manual of God, you don't know who God is really. You only follow the God they said is. You only follow the Jesus Christ that was spoken about. But you have no relationship with Him. Born again, one year, two years, you can't hear God. What are you hearing? What are you using your ear to hear? If you cannot hear God, it's because you don't read God. To hear God, you must read God. And that is the Word of God. Some want power of God, but they want to deny relationship with with Jesus. I'm taking you through what can give you power. It's very simple. Jesus said in the book of John uh, 14, he says, if you love me, you will you what? obey my command. And my father will love you, and I will come and show myself to you. Isn't it? Come on now, church. You want us to go through that scripture again? (laughs) Hallelujah. Let me say something to you. Something happened in CFT yesterday, which has been known. They went to the streets there to preach. And one of you, Sister Dignes Malin, saw a man on the wheelchair. And preached to the man and the man accepted Jesus. Alright? And Ignaz Malin said, Brother Peter, come and lay hands on this man. And Brother Peter came and laid hands on the man on the wheelchair and prayed for him, and the man got up and began to walk. This is the third time it will happen on these streets among you, members. So one has a grace to convict a sinner. And she went and the sinner was convicted. If somebody else goes there, maybe the guy may be arguing, but the grace works for her because she's grace to do that. Okay? But she recognized that in our team we have somebody who God has engraced to so lay hands on the cripple and they are healed. It's happened first time, it happened second time. So said, Come, come. And he came and lay hands and prayed for the man and the man started walking. Excuse me. I will say, you cannot doubt whether their names are written in the Lamb's book. The same word you hear, they hear, and some of you manifest. That's the kingdom. Anything less is not a kingdom. The kingdom of God is not a show and fantasy. The church of God is not a place to come and display show. No, it's a place to be enriched by the power of the Holy Spirit and then manifest God. That is what the choice is about. That is what the choice is all about. And I say this to you, let me help you with this. You know, no matter how old you are, you are not excluded from the commonwealth of God. Because God called uh, Moses at the age of 80, and he, fulfilled, he shepherded people from 80 to 120. Excuse me, somebody. I'm asking you a question today, and everyone must answer in his heart. Who rules your mind? Is it Jesus? Show me the fruits. Is it the world? Check yourself. Because if the trumpet blasts tomorrow, if the Lord Jesus sees that the situation that we are now is becoming unbecoming, rapture can happen. And I'll show you now. He said it. He said it here. It can happen straight away. Not because of the war, but because of his undertaking. The promise Jesus said. That's the reason why believers must know when Ukraine was started, your heart should be to get yourself in line, purge yourself of every sin and carnality, and start to live a holy life. Because God can call the saints when things when there is decision to make things, things catastrophic. God will intervene. Because he said that in this, in this book of Matthew. If you look at verse 21 of that chapter 24, we can't go back. He says, For then there will be great distress, unequal, from the beginning of the world until now, and never to be equal again. This is the mark that Jesus said. If those days were not shortened, cut short, no one will be will survive it. But for the sake of the left, those days shall be cut short. So what I say is very simple. The implied terms of it is, any occurrence that will happen in the globe that will become unbearable, God will just step in and take his church out. That's what will happen. Ukraine war is still manageable. You know when Russia was threatening nuclear, nuclear, nuclear? If really Putin decided to shoot his nuke tonight, that he decided tonight that nuke will be shot tomorrow. I am confident that within now and the shooting of that nuke, we are gone. They will cut it short straight away. That's what Jesus said. Because of my left, when the great distress will come, I will cut short and take them out. Look at the book of Mark. It says it very, very clearly, very directly. So if you are sitting on the fence and you claim to be a Christian, but you are neither in Christ or outside Jesus, you are in a big danger. Because when we are cut off, you will come to this altar looking for apostle, apostle has gone many people who have heard you now they will not look for your church where is that church that we had the leaflet find it but you know something after christians have gone from the earth then Satan will prevail let me give you this understanding now america has over 60 million christians born again and spirit filled and these guys are spread in all economy of America. They own companies. They, they work in strategic positions, you know, from NASA to science to medicine to engineering to law everywhere. They are. Now, if rapture happens, now if any nation mess up, like Russia, what is holding Russia back? It's America. Because when Russia decides to, to, to take an act, they think four times. Because America will reply quickly. All this I will shoot nuclear. America too has nuclear. All Europeans that have nuclear is around them. It's a matter of you shoot one nuclear, all of us nuclear, and everybody's gone. But you see, in Ukraine war, do you not see how much America contributes compared with the whole of Europe, even in NATO? America is the one who bears the brunch. 65% of netto resources come from America. Until Trump said, we had enough. Now, I'm telling you, take you somewhere. When rapture will happen, all the Christians in America will vanish. I mean, the true believers of Christ. People who wash their robes in the blood of them. All in London, UK, we're gone. All in euro scattered all over is gone. Now let me help you understand the mathematics. I now talk not just the Bible, but just simple arithmetic. What will happen to America economy? Because if 60 million who contribute to the economy disappear in one day, the next day those guys are no more functioning. Their industries are no more functioning. What will happen to the glo- the economy of America? It will summer and it will go like that, very big ripple from the one, the two, the three, the four, like that, until America totally become nothing. That's what will happen. In England, same thing will happen. In Europe, same thing will happen. Now, but in the nations that are co- that are really fighting, you know, it's only those who believe in Christ who are gone. All these Islamic nations, at least 90% of them will remain. The whole of Russia, maybe 95 or 96, will remain. So, Russia will not adversely affect those nations. China, they will remain fine, because they worship idol. India, they will remain good. They worship idol. So, this I- intention of Asia conglomerate coming together will not happen. America is gone. America woke up in the next day they discovered that there are no more world power. Everything that should have been powerful, for them is gone. Their think tanks are all gone. They left many researches uncompleted. No one to operate all these powers that they, are, they, are, that is, that they have been boasting about. And I think, If we look at the statistics of of, of Christians in all the nations, I think that the Asian nations can easily come up. And they can tell you, dictate their terms, and those who remain in Europe will have to beg for their life. Those who remain in America will now have to go and uh, uh, discuss how we can go ahead. So it's easy for one man to be appointed to rule the world with that. Very easy mathematically. Because you don't, you don't accept, okay, we frustrate you. Everybody will beg on their knees for the Antichrist. Because rapture will cause a catastrophic manifestation that will obstruct all none. Come on now. But what will remain will be a mess. Of intellectual knowledge of the whole world. Because there is no academic knowledge that can fill the lacuna. Am I talking something? That is just one. Imagine in the airport, the man in the control tower disappeared, he's born of God, and they don't want to control the plane. In the airports all over the world, you will see plane crashing, fire everywhere, fire brigade members have gone, and you will see calamity and woes, people, doctor who opens someone up and they are operating the person, nurses have disappeared, the doctor has disappeared, the, the person is left, and he can't die because the Holy Ghost has been taken away, and will be great distress of no measure. You can imagine your highways. Many many vehicles. It could be a trailer driver who has vanished, who is a believer and his car will just be going without a driver. What happens to the other car? They will crash over one another. There will be calamity in the whole world. This is the world we are heading to in a short time in a short time we will reach it because these wars that are going as much as we are not happy about war let me tell you if we are realistic and just look at the context of the scriptures when Jesus said there will be great distress unequal we only need to use our normal human brain to analyze How could that be? Even with what we know, it will be terribly, you know, (coughs) disaster. A disastrous side. Anywhere you go, there is blood. Anywhere you go, there is wailing. Anywhere you go, there is crying. Anywhere you go, there is is headache. You go to office, you can't go to office because the whole road is full of accidents. The, The houses are burning all over the whole place. Calamity. And nobody can pray at that time and receive answer. Because he who said, whatever you bind on, earth is binding in heaven, had taken himself and his spirit and have gone with his saints. saints They say, you know, you, you may not have money. It doesn't matter to me. As long as you don't miss rapture. Because your money will perish when you die. You may not have assets in this world. But if you are God, and you are serious with Jesus Christ, let me say, you will say bye-bye to those who have assets. They will look at their cash, they can't spend it. They will look at their money, they cannot spend it. They will look at their houses, and they will be afraid to live in their houses. Demons will be working physically on earth, not spiritually. The greater detestable things is what you see. What you are born in your heart is what you see. Come on now, therefore, why don't you just reason with me that... You can't have one more day to waste. It may happen tonight. If that Israel war, that is the Israel war is worse than Ukraine war. I'm telling you, you will soon know it. You will soon know it. Because it is just, of course, it has started in the north. Hezbollah have attacked. And Hezbollah have said that they have 100,000 soldiers and they are fully armed and that they are really ready for this war. They have been looking for it. To, for, to, to, for, to, 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 they said it their leader. I heard him on television in Bristol yesterday speaking about it. Iran denied it, which makes it more dangerous. Because when they deny things, it's because they are behind it. Satan can't tell you the truth. You remember the, four, the other pri- uh, president of Iran, I, I've got, his name is very clumsy to call the guy said that as far as he's concerned Israel should be wiped off you think it was a joke no it's not a joke it is real, for real when they say Israel be wiped off if you think that they are talking about Israel as a nation no, you who go to church they want to wipe you off too you are part of the target the Boko Haram of Nigeria who are they killing? Christians What they did to Christians? If if I begin to tell you, I'm not talking about what I heard from the media. I am a first-hand information gatherer. Some of the ministers that are that adopt they 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 decided to adopt all the children. One of them is Bishop, Bishop Kashi. He was here. He had at that time 420 people in his house. One of the one of the children, their mother boko haram took bottle they opened her up and inserted in her vagina until it went into her womb and they made her to walk three miles bleeding bleeding until she died it's not a fiction you saw what they did in israel on the seventh on the social media how can a man in his right senses take a child and slaughter him and put it on the social media. Shot somebody six times. The person didn't die. And then took the person lying down and began to slaughter him and put it on the social media. Excuse me somebody. You see those things are terrible but when rapture happen, you will see worse on earth. You can't afford to miss it. What are you looking for? It's good for us to read and acquire knowledge because it's needed for this earthly region. But if you acquire knowledge and God gives you the brain to understand and yet you miss heaven, you you misunderstand what God is saying about the rule of washing your robes in the blood of the Lamb. Tell me what is what is what on earth is, is really interesting. I'd rather be as I am that to be like them that satan dictated to and be seen angels and be going to heaven i told you apostle williams will have compromised his faith 40 years preaching the word i have not excuse me but i can tell you the lord appeared to me on this day this is what he told me and it comes to pass before you, I was standing here when the Lord brought the calendar of the world to me and opened the chapter of United Kingdom and said last year, next week, your next president will be, or prime minister will be Liz Strauss. And then said, the moment she is planted, she will be uprooted. That looks strange. In England, we don't appoint a prime minister just to sack her in one month. It never happened in our history. But the God of heaven said it. The following week came, she won. She didn't look like somebody who would win. But because heaven said it, she won. One month. Those who put her there or put her, there, what she said and she was supported is what now Rikishuna is doing. I mean, can you can you understand that? I would rather be what I am and not compromise. So that I can continue to have my relationship with the angels of God, and with going to heaven, with understanding the secrets of the world. What about Nigeria? They're not tell you the things happening in Nigeria before they did happen. Excuse me. I prefer that than to go and be showing you I have a Rolex of uh, 11,000. And then showing you my shoe and then show you how expensive my clothes is the house of god is not for that mess we had enough of that in the world we don't expect it in the house of the holy god and every one of you who are called into this house are according to the same commonwealth so that your eyes may open and you may see your ears may open you can hear the voice of your maker but i tell you no bagging with holiness And holiness is not according to your, to, your, to your judgment, it's according to the standard of God. You know, let me finish reading, I have just 10 minutes, and I think I will go. I will thank God for giving me this grace, because I didn't think that I would have more time with you this morning. I drove all the way from, from Bristol this morning to, to meet your people in New Cross, and I'm still standing Isn't that God? (laughs) That is God. And I drove myself, really. I wasn't driven by someone else. I drove myself. And I think I may remind you that I'm not uh, 25 years old. (coughs) Neither am I an old man, of course. Uh, Of course. The gray hair you are seeing is a function of number. Inside me is fire. Hallelujah. We will take the United Kingdom by storm. Let me tell you something. When I was ministering in Bristol yesterday online, on, on the interview, the Holy Spirit spoke and said, go to Nigeria in January. Asked them. I just said, Pastor Benson, did you just hear God now? He said, I should go to Nigeria in January. I said, where should I go? He said, I should go to Abuja. I meet the people in Nassarawa. And they have been asking me to come. So the moment we finish in his meeting, as I sat down to eat dinner, I went straight in and booked my ticket for 15th of January. I will leave you. It will be you and yourself. Has the Lord not warned you about that before? Yes, the wind blows wherever it wills. The Lord told me that Nigeria needs to hear his voice. We cannot all sleep and put our head in one direction in Nigeria. The office of minister of God is not the office that seeks to know president or governors. It's the office that sits and the president and governors will come in the night to ask what God is saying. It's not a place where a minister begins to compete with his members to have contracts. It's either you are a minister and you leave the contract for those who follow you. Or you are a contractor and you stay clear from the pulpit. Am I talking to you? It's not a place to measure people when you speak the truth. So, I hear the voice of heaven telling me, It's time for Nigeria. And we will go. Will you follow me? Will you follow me? Will you follow me? We have unfinished business in the Jebu Forest, all the forests of Western Region where they worship Lucifer. As God sent us to the Remo Kingdom and cleared devil out of that land, and got all the kings of Remo Kingdom saved, washed, blood washed, and filled with power of God. We are going back from Nigeria. To, from from next year to Nigeria, so that the voice of God uncompromisingly will be heard by people, so that they can know the way to righteousness. The greed of money, will, will, it will finish in Nigeria. When the church is healed in Nigeria, the nation will be healed. But Nigeria cannot see light of day until the church is delivered. Come on, let's finish this. Oh, time is the greatest enemy of mankind. So, give me just five more minutes. I didn't know that time was gone. Did you know? Did you know? No, I wasn't looking at time. It seemed as if I just spoken for 30 minutes. Eh? All right, but let's finish this. So Jesus said in that <clears throat> verse 4, Watch out that you are not deceived. Many will come in my name claiming I am the Christ and will deceive many people. That's what we have in church all over the world now. Many have been deceived. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Hmm? But what did Jesus say? Shall we read it together? But. Okay, okay. Let's study together. Verse 6. You were here. So now, from what you have read, will the war in Israel bring the end? No. No. I need to let you know this. Because, you know, on the social media now you can have people who, they are propheteers. When things happen, that is when their prophetic begin to work. <laughs> you understand me? And unfortunately, they are the loudest heart in the world. And loudest heart in social media. And then people will start to run over lies. Am I talking to you? Jesus said that you have war and rumors of war, but don't be alarmed. The end is yet to come. And then he now enumerates some things that will happen in the midst of wars and rumors of war. Nations will rise against nations, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famine, recession, global recession, credit crunch. And the one that will crunch more than credit is just at the door. And earthquakes, you see all what is happening this year, especially in uh, in, uh, Turkey. Twice they have been hit by earthquakes, you know. And all over the world. You can see all those things happening. And famine. Famine all over Africa. Famine all over the whole world. Europe. When, when I told you, I saw Europe begging for food. And the Lord said, he who knew no famine shall be famished. At that time we were robust in England. But it happened to us. It happened to us when the famine began a little (laughs) uh, Chinese government came he gave uh, Britain some money he gave uh, another country he bypassed France and France began to (laughs) begin to lobby you know and we are in a recession deep recession now and it says all these At the beginning of birth pain. So if all what we are seeing now is not the real thing. The real thing is still coming. (coughs) Imagine what it will be. If not for God. For you and I. Then it says, then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations. That is happening right now at that time many will turn away from the faith and betray each other it's happening just like that in the church and look at this it says and many false prophets will appear and deceive many so what? many of them who will tell you your telephone number tell you the name of your father and mother they begin to preach about altar tell you altar that does not exist and tell you that your your destiny is tied to the altar of your father where did they get it from the devil which altar The Bible says Jesus poured principalities and powers and made a public show of them, triumphing over them by the blood. He said, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are saved. Did he say the righteous run into it and they go and break up the altar and then they are saved? Come on now, church. Did he say the righteous will first go and break their generational altar and then run to him before they are saved? Did you hear that in the Bible? So then, woe to the lips that speak it. They trade Jesus for nothing because of their greed. My father was a wizard priest. I don't even know the altar of my grandfather in my father's side. If I know it is relevant. Excuse me. Excuse me. What did I tell you recently? Wherever you are, who is there? Who is there? Whether you are naked or you are clothed, who is there? If you are giving your life to Jesus, Jesus said, And lo, I am with you always. So if a Christian enter a place called Shrine, did Jesus stay outside? So what happens to demons when they see their maker? They take off. Do you need to pray over it? No! You need to fast to enter Shrine. Something is wrong with their mind. Who fast? What today? Who called nothing something? The Bible says. Demons are falling. Isn't it? Jesus said, I saw Satan what? Fall like lightning. I have given you what? Authority over all the powers of the enemy. And nothing by any means will hurt you. Who tells you that they can hurt you? They are liars. If they could hurt you when I took you to the forbidden forest in Africa, they should have hurt everybody who went with me. They ran when we enter the forest. Demons ran. Excuse me, somebody. Any gospel different from this is from the devil. Satan wants the church of God to be incarcerated. Let me tell you something. I received a text that is spread around now that the witches are having meeting in, in Croydon. You don't need to pray about them. If you are a member of CFT, forget it. Look, when we were praying daily, where were you? this church is now praying every day one thousand what it's about one thousand three hundred and something days every day we have been praying and somebody now said that the witches are having a meeting and so what if you have meeting why should you not have meeting excuse me somebody is these witches that have a meeting your own business go to the streets there and lose the sinners cast out devils there If you if you are truly a Christian and witches are having a meeting and you think that's of concern, go to their meeting and sit down there and pray in tongues. They will soon walk you out. They can't touch you. They will just say, That man, please. Excuse me. That if you want to know how much you are, but to tell me alfred theophilus williams the son of oh sorry Wally williams come on now to tell me to come and pray over useless weeks ah that is degrading israel matter is there Palestine matter is there i won't pray for them i will come and pray for you useless weeks because we are gathering is anything they should did you know that in the Bible? They will gather and then they what? Scatter. They will gather and they will scatter. You know, I told you something Jesus said to me, which is one of the things that give me boldness. He said to me that son, why are you why are you concerned about the unseen when you serve the unseen God who controls all things? From that day, I never break my head over useless thing. You are a human being. You are a human being. You are a human being. I can see you. Your you my my business is you, how you will meet. Fulfill the destiny God gave you. The other one I don't see. Leave it for the one I serve, the one who created all things. So whether witches hold conference in London or not, let them come here and hold their meeting here. I will give them space to come. Any one of them who sits on the chair here and he's safe by the end of their meeting, then he will know that uh, we will know that they are witches. Forget about all those stuff. They don't matter nothing. CFT must not pray because which is a holding meeting. We bind them every day. We destroy their work every day. And that is what I want all of you to be, belong to. Not when you hear that Satan is coming, you are going to fast. No, we don't do that in CFT. Hallelujah. Because of increase of wickedness, the love of many will ask. That number 12 is what you must be careful for. Is your love life for God cold now? Or hot? From COVID-19, a number of believers across the globe still coming to church. It means for them, Satan won. If you say you love God and you do not come to the house of God, you have no right to invite God to your house. Because it says, do not withdraw from the gathering of one another. David said, I will be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, thy holy temple. And if you allow Satan to make you the watching others in the house of God while you are sitting at home, I'm so sorry for you. You are lovers of yourself, not lovers of God. Because you have no value to the house of God. Because the people who are in the house of God now, at least they occupy the seats of God and we pray together, and two, which is 10,000. Alright? And so that's how God operates. So. Love of many Christians are wax cold. A number of Christians only love God because they are praying for blessing and prosperity. What about if it does not prosper you? Is He still God? God is not God because He prospered you. The love of many will wax cold. By the hand of Lucifer. And finally it says, but he who stands to the end shall be what? Let's stand up on our feet. Please. Now, you agree with me that the Israel war is not going to bring the end to time. Because it's not yet time for that. This war will soon be over. We will pray, as we have been praying for Palestinians and for Jews. We pray for the map of Israel that comprises the Israelites, Gaza, and also the West Bank. We keep praying for them that God will command his peace there the devil that invaded that place we cast him out and we pray that peace will be met let me tell you something irrational very rational I I, I speak to you in plain language huh? there's none of us who travel abroad and by the time we got home some other people came and occupy our land and our house. And we say to them that, oh, we should share it. Especially those of us who are Africans, of course, all the Middle East people are Africans, and including the Jews. Where your forefathers your forefather built, excuse me, it is not a, a, an easy piece to swallow. David built Jerusalem. Okay? And then, David's tomb is there. <clears throat> Moses, uh, Solomon, built the temple. And the temple is there. But things happened along the line and the jihad of Muslim came and they took over the place and they now built on top of the foundation of Solomon's temple they are mosque now you put yourself in that shoes and someone now says to you that no you, you are not the owner you sons of Solomon you own it with some other strangers who occupied when you went away how will you settle for that but nevertheless Israel had to settle for that because the prophetic have said that they will be looking at the the foundation and of the glamour of their forefathers, but they can only stand by the fence and be praying that God restore it back to us for years. That's what you see with the Jews. If any one of you can take it consciously, I don't know. When I think about it, I always think in my head that ah, how could this be? It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Only a short distance, Russia entered um, Ukraine. The whole world is fighting to send them back. But this one is not so. The place where the forefathers built their temple, somebody else came and built his temple and then lay claim of it. So who is the original landowner? That's the question. And this will said, okay, Where Jesus was born, where Jesus died, and Jesus resurrected, Palestine now lay claim on it. Was Jesus a Palestinian? Come on, say and answer that question. Then, where Jesus' village was, it's full of Palestinians. Thank God that they are living together as Israel. They are Palestinian Jews. But the area which is the most significant to Christianity and to, to, to Jews have become the second most significant to Islam. I mean, nobody goes to Mecca and claim part of Mecca as for Christians. You dare it. Dare it. Whether the people of Mecca will just forgive you and say that, yeah, you can take Kaaba and we'll share it. But you need to put yourself in the shoes of these people. And this is what they are facing in reality. So when you pray for them, understand that the tolerance they have, none of us can have it. Israeli, you Africans, I know who you are. Say <laughs> my father's land, uh, all of us will go down the grave here. But Israel has said that they will agree. They agree, really. They are working out how to be in peace with all their neighbors. And they are almost signing the peace treaty with all Arabs. And these people struck. Because they want to destroy that peace. Simple as ABC. So when you pray, know what you are praying for. Palestinians had the right to live. Israelites had the right to live. Israelites had the right to their heritage. And nobody had the right to contest with them. Jerusalem was built by their forefather. It should be their undivided capital. Common sense tells us that. But as geopolitical operations going on, the hand is being moved by prophetic and that's the reason why you are seeing what you are seeing. But if I want to pray for yourself that the Lord will cause you to stand in these very days. He says, Those who stand firm to the end will be saved. Let us ask God for strength to stand firm to the end. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that in the whole of this Hula Balu and all the uprising, go, you know, help us to take our stand to the end. Tell the Lord, help us to take our stand to the end. In these days of deception, help us not to be deceived. Tell the Lord, help us not to be deceived. Father, we pray thee, we pray thee, we pray thee. Let us pray for our brethren, our family members, our friends, that Satan will not be able to deceive anyone in this this time. And those who have entered the trap of deception that God will break the power, and open their eyes, remove the veil, Sovereign Lord, pray and tell the Lord, help me to be holy and to walk in your holiness. Holy Spirit of God, send your fire to my body, my soul, my mind. Destroy everything the devil has placed within me. Purify me true and true. Purify me true and true together with my household to God that when rapture will happen Lord help me help me help me to be in Jesus to be standing in you give me the heart to obey you give me the heart to obey you Lord Father, pray for grace, relations with Jesus in this end time. O oh Lord, my God, blessed be your name, O oh Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. I can hear your Amen. Father, I present all these your sins before you. And if there is anyone here who has not encountered salvation, Lord, I pray for them. This is the end time. And the greatest weapon of Lucifer is deception. That is offering a counterfeit of the real. I decree... Let the chain of deception be broken. Let the eyes of all mortal men be opened. Hell was not made for man. The Bible says, and he made fire come out of him and it consumes him. And Jesus said, hell was created for the devil and his angels. My God and my King, the power to stand firm, I say to your people, receive in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Ability to operate the mind of Christ, receive in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As we are approaching the end of the year and entering the year of covenant, receive power in the name of Jesus Christ. When the Lord will visit the earth next year, you shall be included among the people. You shall be included among the people. You will sow a wing like eagle in this season of calamity that is coming. Month after month as we go into the new year. Chaos and confusion as the Lord said. The covenant of God with his saints I decree it shall be fulfilled over you. The Lord will lift you up. The Lord will direct you. The Lord will guide yourself. The mark of the king shall be upon you. And the covenant of God be fulfilled over you. In the name of Jesus. They have to serve God. Receive in the name of Jesus Christ. As our predecessors work with God. So you will work with God. Father, we bless your holy name. Those who carry the mark of sickness, I decree your healing. I say your blood is healed. I say your bone is healed. Your marrows are healed. I say your joints are healed. Every form of pain in the chest, I cause you to vanish. Every every affliction, in the, heart, in the heart of people, people who have got heart issues, be healed in the name of Jesus. Liver, pancreas, be healed. Lungs, be healed. In the name of Jesus, Child of Nazareth. It says, above all things, I wish that you may prosper and be of good health. Receive perfect health in Jesus' name. As God prospers you, receive perfect health in the name of Jesus. Anything that can hinder you from global evangelism, I decree them destroyed. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lose all in the name of Jesus Christ. Your found spirit of hell. Lord, we bless your holy name. Your gate will stand open day and night. And men will bring their treasures into you. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name, we are prayed. Let everyone say bow their heads I want to give opportunity to people Who haven't accepted Jesus As their Lord and Savior If you know that you have no encounter With Jesus I you want to do that Just put your hands on your chest And say after me Lord Jesus I thank you Because you died for me I believe in my heart that God raised you, Jesus, from the dead. I confess with my lips, Lord Jesus, you are the Son of God. I receive you into my heart as my Lord and my Savior. Lord Jesus, wash me with your blood and forgive all my sins i receive power from you to live a new life thank you father for saving me in jesus holy and anointed name i prayed you are very welcome to the kingdom of god if you just pray that prayer for the first time when we close I want you to come forward so that I can have a time of prayer with you. But you are very, very welcome. Can I say to us, we make a decision in this meeting not to make Satan laugh at God through you. And that decision is for you and I. We will always make sure everything we do, will bring glory to the Lord. Let's make Jesus happy. Even if it is difficult. Then it will become easy for you. Let us decide in our heart. That we serve God with a pure heart. And a clean conscience. Because the time as he has been saying here. Has come that he will divide between those who serve him. And those who do not serve him. Terrible times are coming in days to come months to come we not free from it it will move like wildfire across the globe chaos and confusion that mortal men have not seen but those who so rest in the Lord will not be affected so I appeal to you drop whatever you are doing that is not of God and let us serve God together so that we can experience God together and the Lord bless you Please be seated. Put your hands together for the Lord. I think I can rest now. I was very eager to make, to, to share this time with you so that you will not be confused. So if you see any video that said that they saw the war of, of, of Israel in the book of Ezekiel, just delete that video. Or oh, the book of Ezekiel delete that video. Amen. Before I invite someone to come and take our offering, can I say something to you, church? Lend me your ears. All of us have tribulation in this world, isn't it? Your tribulation is different from mine. But the fact is that in tribulation, we do not compromise our faith, neither do we deny Christ. Tribulation is to make you and I deny. But we must stand and recognize that you are not the only one going through it. If you go through it, you will pass through it. Whatever you are going through now, which is tribulation, in a short time, it will expire. The important thing is that we we hold on God so that we can reach where God is ordained for us. And the Lord bless you. Pastor for me, please. Oh, Pastor Bernard. All right.
5: Come on, let's do it better. Let's put our hands together to the Lord. Amen. You know, thank you so much, Daddy. I'm here to take the offering, but I I sense so strong that we should pray for Daddy. So I'm gonna link up and we do that. You know, I don't know how many of you have been listening to the voice of god around the globe daddy is a he is a spiritual giant i'll put it this way a watchman guiding us in the affairs of the spirit in this kairos moment and the words he speaks as he was speaking the spirit of god was ministering to me that Listen to what my son is saying. Watch out. Now the point I'm trying to make here is that voices of that of daddy is so rare to find in our days. And we want God to preserve him and continuously declare the counsel of God. There is a clarion call spiritually. God is raising an army fortified with the word of the Lord in their mouth as our father in the law spoke it's not just about material gain it has to do with the intentions of heaven but we need voices like him and God to keep him so you want to pray in a minute I want you to pray that God preserve your son let the word of the Lord continuously come forcefully from his tongue areas you have designated for him to unfold the counsel of god continuously take him to those areas and we The sheep, as we hear, will become obedient to the voice. God spoke so clear this morning. Can you lift up your voice and begin to pray? Lift up your voice. Time is running out. Can we rise up to our feet, please? Time is running out. And the prophet of God has been sent by heaven to declare the counsel of God some of us don't know what it cost him to travel from Bristol to get here for the agenda of heaven and so you want to pray that we want to thank you for this vessel we are very mindful of the fact that we are within the prophetic agenda of God and you have raised this vessel as a watchman as a prophet like in the days of Jeremiah who constantly spoke the will of God but it was not popular we hear the voice of God through your servant. We ask that great grace will be given. You will fortify him. You said in the book of John that he who that is sent of God speaks the words of God and the spirit is given without limit. We are asking that great utterances will be given forcefully through the mouth of your servant to prepare the end time church for the advancement of the gospel in the name of Jesus. Oh God secure him, oh God, and secure Mama Oma, oh God. Let the grace of God fortify them. Like Paul said, I did not preach for enticing words of men's wisdom, but I come in the demonstration of the Spirit and in the ministration of the Spirit, so that your faith will not rest on men's wisdom or philosophy of men, but in the wisdom and in the power of God, just as your servant has done this morning and has been doing in this generation. Oh God, keep him for this generation. Thank you. We bless you for such a great gift. We give you the glory. Now we pray for ourselves that we will give heed to these words. I want you to pray. These words are meant for us to arise. Oh God, oh God, oh God. The church is the only solution to our world oh god let us not sleep away let us not sleep with all the giant things you have put inside of us oh god to arise thank you that we thank you for this vessel We bless you for giving Him to us as our Father. Indeed, He is a light to this generation. Speaking the whole counsel of heaven, that we are eyewitnesses because we can hear as the Spirit testifies of the words that come out of His mouth, that they are the true words from above we ask that you will continuously preserve him. The word of the Lord will be on his tongue like Paul said, pray for me that I will speak the gospel the way I should without fear of favor. That that grace and boldness and wisdom will be granted to your servant. You will fortify him to be a force in this generation. Above all, honor his word with signs and wonders and let in the name of God be glorified, that we also act on this day at your altar, that we are sons and daughters under him, that we will be an extension of that which you have made of him. The words that you have spoken through his lips, we will not let it fall to the ground. We will run with those words, for you are raising an army, a militant army, Amen. for the federals and expansion of the kingdom. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We honor you for what you have done in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Shall we take our seat? Daddy, thank you so much. I want to read from the book of Psalm 50. I'm reading from 14, verse 14 and 23. Psalm 50. sacrifice thanks offering to God fulfill your vows to the Most High and call on Him in the day of trouble and He will deliver you and you will honor me look at the verse 23 for those who sacrifice thanks offerings to the Lord honour me and to the blameless I will show my salvation. Amen. And so, Scripture says that one of the ways we honor God is to bring Him offering. And this morning we have the privilege to worship Him with our substance. You have to understand that anytime you have... An opportunity to come before a deity. One of the protocol observations is to honor that greatness of that deity with the substance. And so like the psalmist say here that sacrifice thanksgiving to the Lord. And those who sacrifice thanksgiving to the Lord honor me. This morning we want to honor him with our substance. Amen. I'm sure the details have already been put there. If you are here and you want to give your offering by the um, envelopes, please indicate by your right hand. We see the ushers around. They're going to help you with the envelopes. And I want you in a minute, with this scripture at the background, I want you to pray. Just pray. Talk to God. He said in His Word... Sacrifice unto the Lord, Thanksgiving offering, and fulfill your vows. Some of us made vows to Him. It is time to redeem your vow. Some of us are also bringing our tie to the Lord. The scripture says that it is a way to honor Him. And we make a way for him to show us his salvation. You want to talk to him that, God, I'm here this morning to honor you with my substance. I'm here to honor you and to worship you with that which you have done. Just make a prayer. Father, we want to thank you once again. Thank you that you are the all in all God. And thank you for the privilege that we can come before your altar, bringing our substance to honor you and to worship you. In our hands are the tokens of that which you bless us with. We have come here to say that not unto any man, but unto you be the glory. For it was you that gave us the strength, the wisdom, and all that we had to achieve this. And so we have come, Papa, to say thank you. We give you the praise, we give you the honor. As these sacrifices are before your altar, may it be acceptable in your presence. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And as you have said, those that it, you... They make a way for you to show them your salvation. That you will honor your word through our obedience to your word. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Shall we be upstanding, please? once again daddy for this privilege this is the holy offering brought by your holy people let your holy fire come from above and consume this holy sacrifice in jesus name we pray amen shall we please take our seat as we welcome pastor fumi as
3: hallelujah we are living in unprecedented times but we are privileged to hear the truth in this house at all times and thank god for today's meeting we will take heed to that which we have heard. Very quickly, we're just going to share a couple of announcements before we bring our meeting to a uh, close. So, first of all, I'd like to welcome anyone who is worshiping with us for the first time today. If it's your first time of joining us here in CFT Cathedral, be kind enough to raise your hands somewhere. Someone help me if I cannot see. Be kind enough to write.
6: Your- You are
3: Welcome to Christ's faith tabernacle. The Lord will bless you. If someone has not welcomed you the Christ faith way. please do not take your seat until you receive that. And if the ushers have not handed a pack to you, please do not take your seat until you've received one. Have you received one on my right? You have. Excellent. You may please take your seat. You're welcome to CFT. You're welcome to be a part of everything that goes on in this house. From today you're no longer a visitor. You listen to the announcements, but also in this house we do not believe only in feeding the spiritual parts of a man, but also the whole man. So, if there's any way we can support you, please do not hesitate to reach out to any of the pastors or contact the church office, and we'll be able to support you and the Lord will bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so a few quick announcements. Tonight, our home group continues at 7 p.m. in our different homes, and we'll be reflecting on the book of Jeremiah from chapters 15 to 28, which we studied in the last week. As usual, let the children contribute also because they've also learned something. Uh, prayer and communion service will continue tonight at 8 p.m. And we'll be holding this online on Zoom, YouTube, and free conference call. And the uh, Zoom ID is on the screen. Uh, maybe next week or from next week, we can also put the YouTube Um, handle on there so that people who are not necessarily joining Zoom can do that too. The Lord bless you. Prepare your communion before you start at 8 p.m. tonight so you're not interrupted. And then our daily prayers continue from tomorrow. So every day, 8 p.m. on the same channels, we have our daily prayer sessions. I didn't check when Apostle was speaking, but I know that we're almost 1,300 days daily prayer since covid If you haven't been joining, make sure you join so you're a part of what God is doing and you hear what God is speaking to us at this time. On Wednesday, we'll have our Bible study at 7 p.m. And on Friday, our our night vigil will hold at 11 p.m. also online. I would like to remind the... Orchestra, that they have their training immediately after service in the Hall of Mirrors, and also for all of us here at the Cathedral, we should remember that JTA holds here at the Cathedral at 7.30 p.m. on Tuesday, so this Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. JTA meeting holds here. If you're a New Cross, you're welcome to join. Or if you're listening online and you're in the neighborhood, you're also welcome to join. For the men... The light of the world. You would usually have your light of the world meeting on Thursday at 7 p.m. But this Thursday, that meeting will not be holding because we have another meeting that will hold here on Thursday. So light of the world, bear in mind, you won't be having your monthly meeting on Thursday uh, this week. I think I've got only four more main announcements. Apostle challenge me last week. So, four more main announcements. Countdown. Meet your pastor. Many of you will be aware that if you have been in this church for some time and you haven't had an opportunity to meet in an informal setting with the apostle, with Reverend Omar, the leaders, departmental heads, you have an opportunity to do that next week on Sunday, immediately after the service. It's important for For you to register so that we can make appropriate catering arrangements ahead. It also provides an opportunity for you to join departments because you get an understanding of what each department in the church does. And that way you can also find a way of working for the Lord within this vineyard. And the Lord bless you. Please make sure you register. I'd like to remind us also, if you are a worker in this house, we have our Christmas dinner on Sunday the 17th, I think I was corrected, 17th of December at the Hilton in Wembley. We have managed to hold the price at the pre-COVID prices, which... is a great great offer, is what I would say. So if you would like to attend, and I think Pastor Taya would normally say that the workers' dinner is compulsory for all workers. So please register with your head of department. If for any reason you feel you might have a bit of a challenge with uh, making up the requirements, please speak to Pastor Tayo. They're usually people who will contribute to support others to ensure that everyone who needs to be there can be there. So please speak to your uh, head of department and register to confirm your attendance. And the Lord bless you as you do that. Now this week... It's the last week before the Women of Royal Destiny Convention, the International Convention. As many of you would have observed, first of all, Reverend Omar is not here today. She sends greetings from Bristol. She called just before the service begun to say she's sending greetings to the church. And she also wants to make sure that you are reminded that they're out in Bristol along with a whole group of uh, women from the church and men uh, for the women of royal destiny convention in bristol which ends today they have their thanksgiving service this morning and then we have a week in between and we move straight on to the international convention which will be holding here in london from the 23rd of October through to the 29th of October. This is the 30th anniversary of the Women of Royal Destiny. The Women of Royal Destiny is the group of all women in Christ's faith tabernacle across the globe. And we have guests coming from all of our branches uh, for this convention. We have guests coming from Nigeria, from Abuja, from Lagos, we have guests coming from Ireland, from Berlin, we have from Birmingham and Bristol in the UK and elsewhere. So, we are the hosts, so please make sure you are here. Every day throughout that week, we will have the program of the Annas in the Temple from 10 to 11, and we'll have our daily exercise session immediately after that. And then in the evenings, every day, the prayers start here at 6.45 p.m. 6.45 p.m. and 7 on the dot we start the meeting and we'll have ministration every day um, from our mom Reverend Omar Williams you can see that the theme of the convention is woman kill the little foxes and those of you who've been following her and following the various conventions across the globe this year would have gleaned some of that message but every time she goes to a different branch God gives her a different revelation that, that adds to what she had uh, shared in the previous. Uh place that she had ministered so come expectant for so much more it's interesting when god starts opening up what little foxes are we may have assumptions but there's so much and there's so much that she's shared with us so please make sure you're there on tuesday we'll have a panel discussion on raising godly children and on thursday we'll also have a panel discussion on the menopause So many people, you know, as the younger ones are coming, the older ones are going that way. And, you know, many people don't prepare for these things. So we're going to have some teaching around the menopause and then uh, a panel discussion. On Saturday, I'd like to remind you that all female leaders have a meeting with Reverend Omar at 11.30 in the morning, that goes for two hours. And immediately after that, we have an etiquette session for the family here also in the cathedral. So make sure you are here. And of course, on Sunday, the 29th, we have our Thanksgiving service. All women should look out for communications around the details of what you need to know about the Thanksgiving service. Most of us should know, but we will all be reminded through communications on our visit pages. The Lord bless you as you prayerfully prepare for the convention the 30th convention of the women of royal destiny the international convention here at Christ Faith Tabernacle. I'd just like to invite uh, our Father to conclude proceedings for today.
4: Amen. Wow. Well, we thank God for the days go by. And can I just say that during the convention, every day we are, that we are having um, the seminars, we have the seminar and then we have ministration. And the Lord had instructed when mommy finished teaching, I will minister and prophetic to everybody. So let's make sure we don't miss any meeting and the Lord will strengthen you. This week Thursday, I personally want to announce this. It is the first of such in the history of this church that we uh, we didn't lose. But that one of us who is a young man passed to glory. And on Thursday, we are going to be having the week, the service of songs for him, on his behalf rather, and then on Friday, Friday, we'll be doing the burial service here. I believe very much that the passing away of Brother Emmanuel is a wake up call to every one of us. Because I always say this, in the month of August this year, you know, he he was part of my protocol, the youngest protocol I have. And he was with me for three hours, discussing with me. And what he was saying to me is so simple. He said, Dad, I want to thank God for your life. And he told me how, in his academics, he doesn't have problem. Really, he's... First, first class, he got first class in first year. He got first in second year, and he's to go to third year. And he said that. But my concern, my major concern is, I want God to use me like you. I want to be able to see vision. I want to see Jesus. I want to be taken to heaven. He said that's my major concern. And it's among the evangelism team in in uh, Birmingham church where he was going. Uh, the church was in Birmingham while he was school there who go about evening and evangelize people. He said, I want to operate in signs and wonders. And I said, don't worry about that. You will operate in signs and wonders. And I told him that you are one of those I will hand over this uh, church to, the generation that will hand over this church to. He's sound in the Lord. His desire is so much for the Lord Jesus. And the Lord never told me that it was my last discussion with him. But no, when he passed away, he did not. He wasn't sick. He wasn't ill. He was quite fine. He went to the gym, came back, and he went to bed. And as he slept that day, he passed on to glory. His going is a mystery. But if God allows someone like him to pass on, I believe very much that all of us will wake up. We should really wake up. So on Thursday, then, we are going to gather together to do service of songs for him. I want to say that all officials in this church, ushers, choir, youth choir, you must make sure you dress corporate. You must be very corporate. He is a guy, if you look at him, you can see his face, portrait guy. We must, we must conduct our meetings and, uh, in a very, very corporate manner. And I want all ushers, protocol, everyone, make sure this place is full of every one of you. We must make sure that we come to give the family support. It's not a day of mourning or days of money, but it's a day of celebration. And I think his father will come and share a testimony with you. Because the day that he passed on, and I was in them in the, with them in the house, everybody was shattered, weeping, and crying, and you know... Which is usual. I now called the mother and the father. And I told them. I will pray for you. And God will open your eyes to see where your son is. And I prayed for them. And that night. The Lord visited the father. The Lord visited the father. And. um, He will come and share it. I don't want to share that testimony with you. He was visited by the Lord. And he. He. He was invited to come and see him. And when he went, what he saw, he will speak on Thursday. And interestingly, what he saw, what, the, what Brother Emmanuel said to the dad, when I came in on Sunday to pick the microphone to announce, that is the song I was singing. He sang his song. And one of the words that he was singing is the word of songs I sang on Sunday. And when the father saw me, he said, but you know, this is what happened to me. And he wrote all those things down. So for brother Emmanuel, I'm so glad and thank God that he entered into glory. (coughs) And I pray that every one of us, the Lord will strengthen us. That when it's our time to go, we will see Christ before we see death. Now I want to also welcome one of my spiritual son and daughter into our midst today. They are passing through from the U.S. to Nigeria, <laughs> and uh, they decided that they will come and worship with us. And of course, I'm so happy that I too can 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 be here. At least mommy would have loved to receive them by herself, but I have to leave her in Bristol to come over. Um, uh, I call him Pastor. But uh, it's Dr. and Mrs. Akinwande Ademosu. You are very, very welcome. <laughs> you are welcome. Well, everyone who visits us for the first time, I want to thank you for coming. I hope we'll see you again. But for everybody, you see me tonight in the prayer line. This is no, 1,298 days that we have been praying together and if you have been hearing about it you haven't joined you can try tonight you will not regret it god has done so many miracles during this prayer night a lot of prophecies have come out and impartation and direction as well so it's a good thing for you to people join us from the u.s from canada from caribbean from africa and to india so it'll be good it'll be a great thing for any one of you who have not joined that meeting and if you want to just ask at the reception, you know, uh, about the link. It's on uh, the, the WhatsApp platform and, of, of course, on YouTube. And the Lord will strengthen and bless you. Shall we rise up together, please? Shall we put our hands together to read the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is thy kingdom, thy power and thy glory forever and ever. With an uplifted hand shall we read the grace as in Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Now, May the God of peace, that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work, to do his will, working in us that which is well pleased in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Turn to somebody and read Second Corinthians 13, 14. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. Amen. To yourself, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Can I read the blessings of God over you? May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help this week from His sanctuary and grant you support from His Zion. May the Lord remember all your sacrifices and all your given. May the Lord accept from you your burnt offerings and all the prayers that you have offered. May God give you the desires of your hearts this week and make provision available for you. You will succeed in all your plans. And you will lift up your, your, your hands and with a shout unto our God for your victory. You shall be victorious in every battle. And we will lift up our banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open a book of remembrance concerning you this week. And may the God of Bethel who appeared unto Abraham and Jacob at Bethel. May he open your eyes to the things of heaven and give you encounters of heaven, changing your dreams into visions. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying. Amen and amen. There shall be shots of blessing. It will fall in your house. God bless you and see you tonight. Please be seated and the ushers will lead you row by row.